The Word of God is true and trustworthy. It endures forever. If we look at Psalm chapter 9, no, I'm used to saying chapter. If we look at Psalm 19, verses 7 through 9, now this is going to be in the English Standard Version. So it's Psalm 19, verses 7 through 9. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Now if we there's an, there's a few more verses I want to go I want to go to Psalm uh, Psalm 119 160 the sum of your word is truth and every one of your righteous rules endures forever we cannot replace God's word with men's teaching and ideas now I'm not trying to come against um, our uh, you know our teaching in mathematics or science or anything like that but when anything, and that includes science, when it comes to teaching something other than or instead of God's word, then, you know, we can't go with that. Now, I'm not picking on that in particular. That's really not what I'm talking about. But we need to realize that the word of God is true and trustworthy, and it does endure forever, and that it teaches us our spirituality, it teaches us our morals, and we can't let other things override that even men's teaching and even men's teaching on the Word of God when we're reading the Word of God and we understand it which probably 90% of the time or more you can just straight up read your Bible and understand it clearly and understand the lesson that is to be gained but nonetheless even if you can't you can't always you can't always replace uh, men's teaching for the word of God. You can't just follow someone because they seem like they say the right things, or they seem like they know the right things, or they know everything. And we can't replace the word of God with men's teachings. Now, it's not to say that you can't listen to a preacher or someone but you need to make sure that you're following along in your Bible make sure that you're understanding what they say and make sure that what they're saying measures up some people will teach you something and some of it is now some of it is totally by accident okay I'm not saying that people are purposefully trying to trick us all the time but sometimes somebody just has something wrong they were taught incorrectly and it's been passed down through their family or through the generations and you know there are wrong teachings out there there are things that people are taught incorrectly when I find something that is being taught or being said that the Word of God says the exact opposite well guess which way I'm going I'm gonna go with the Word of God that's correct I've had to correct myself many times in my life because I thought I knew something and then later found out, oh, I was wrong. I remembered that incorrectly. So, these things happen. So, we need to make sure that we understand that God's word is truth. The law of the Lord is perfect. 
The testimony of the Lord is sure. The precepts of the Lord are right. You know, and the scripture never conflicts with scripture, okay? It doesn't fight with itself. So there's no need. If we think we found something that's inconsistent, then we really need to look at that hard and try to figure out the context of everything because I have not seen a time yet where there's really inconsistency. There's always reasons and and, and context for everything. So that's been my experience, and I, I don't think that's going to change. Now, Psalm 118, verses 8 and 9, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Even... You know, even when men are successful or look successful, you know, we should not place our trust in men. Any man or man or woman, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to pick on that. It's just, you know, how it is. The Bible reads the way it reads, and, and it talks a lot about men and, and man, meaning mankind. Not meaning the, the sex of anybody, but meaning mankind, humankind as a whole. So anybody, family or stranger, father or brother or anything, even if they appear successful and proper in authority, even if they seem holy and righteous to you, that doesn't mean you can't listen to them, especially if you know them to be a good source of sound teaching, but you should always follow along and make sure that what you're being taught is actually what's in the Word of God, what, what is correct and Ask questions if you can. I mean, you know, don't interrupt the preacher every Sunday when he's talking. But you know what I mean. You can always ask questions after service. I've never known a preacher that did not appreciate that. Um, so, because it's it's good to know that your people are listening to you and learning. So that's that's a good thing. And don't be afraid to learn something from somebody, no matter who they are. You never know when you might learn something from someone else. They might be younger than you, older than you. You may think they're dumber than uh, a rock, but they may actually have some insight into something you just don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, it has to be verified, and it has to be something that you can read and understand in the Word of God. Proverbs 14:12. This warns us, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. You know, man's way, our way, tends to be our own thinking, our own mind, what we think. But it will, it will lead us down the wrong path to death and destruction. It will take us the wrong way. Not that we are intentionally, necessarily, being evil, but just because we don't know what the Lord knows unless we're studying His Word, and that's how we need to learn, and we need to learn from Him. Now, here's some examples from the Lord Himself about even how the Pharisees got off track and were leading people the wrong way or preventing them from being able to get into uh, the kingdom and to learn and understand God's Word properly. This is in Matthew chapter 15, verses 7 through nine, you hypocrites, well did Isaiah, Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain they do worship me, teaching us doctrines, no, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. They had gotten off into teaching 
their um, traditions as as a godly doctrine. They had gone off into this area of where they were very, very picky, very strict, very stringent, and, and you had to do every little thing just so, and they were actually wrong. They had gotten off into these traditions, and they were not following the real instructions of the law. You know, like Jesus would say, they, they did all these little bitty things, but they didn't follow uh, they didn't truly follow the heart of the law and follow the weightier matters, you know? And we have to be careful because people can do this. People get caught up in something, especially when they've been taught something all their lives, and they think it's true, and it's very hard to convince someone otherwise if they already believe something, and they've believed it for a long time. They'll even quote you a scripture that is nonsense that has nothing to do with what they're talking about but to their mind because they were taught that and they believe that they believe that that it's true and you you may never be able to convince them otherwise and that's okay I mean especially on minor things we can you know we can forgive and move on and just understand that you know that's that's the way they are uh, but on major things it can become a big problem if someone's teaching you that baptism is not necessary if someone's teaching you things of that nature uh, then we have a big problem because that is I mean that is stated too many times for us to be able to sit back and say oh it's not necessary it is stated way too many times in the New Testament for us to just say you don't need that so we have to be very careful and Jesus also said this of the Pharisees, Matthew chapter 15, again, verse 14, this is a little further down. Let them alone, they are blind guides, and if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. They were so far gone off into their traditions and, and not willing to uh, follow you know, God's true word, uh, which Jesus, that's all he was doing. He was teaching and... Um, he was teaching and preaching the original, the original word of God from the, the first five books, you know, of their Torah. Everything he said and taught was coming from those books of the Bible. He was not teaching them anything they should not already know. I mean, yes, he did teach them in parables and he did, you know, stress some other things, but you look at so much of what he said and what he taught, and it's coming out of the, the first books of the Bible. So if we look at John also, now this is John chapter 14, verses 21 through 23. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. So it's very important that we keep God's word and that we follow God's word, not just what people say, not, not just what I say. I, what I say is not important compared to what's in God's word. We need to make sure that we're following what the Lord 
is telling us to do. And that we're being the way he says we need to be. We need to make sure that we um, keep his word. Only God's word will change us and will guide us and will help us through this life. We need to follow God's word, the Lord. That's what the Lord was following. That's how we. That's what we need to follow is follow the Lord and follow God's word. We must keep the Lord's commandments, his instructions to us, to love one another, to care for one another, to have mercy and forgiveness. These are some of the most important things. These are the weightier matters than all the little, you know, ticky-tack, particular little uh, nitpicky things. Those things are not important. So if we keep the Lord's word and commandments, then we are following correctly. Now, um, notice I've got a couple of examples here. Um, Psalm 51 verse 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24, search me, O God, and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. This is how we need to be. We need to be following God's word and asking God, you know, to give us a clean heart to teach us his word and if we have something wrong with us wrong in our hearts help us correct that help us get that straightened out and in Ezekiel 36 chapter 36 verses 26 and 27 this is God telling us and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. So here's God. He's responding, telling us that he will give us a new heart. And it will be, you know, not a heart of stone, but a soft, responsive heart. You know, he will soften our hearts so that we have care and compassion for others. And he will put his spirit within us, the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit within us. Who will help us to remember and remind us and help us to walk in his statutes and obey his rules and follow the Lord's commandments to love one another and to care for one another. We need God's word to change our hearts. That is the only way. You know, men's thinking, men's teaching, all that stuff will not do it. And you can often tell when men's teaching has crept in and someone has been taught wrong because the things they teach will not follow along with the Word of God. Now they'll say, oh, but it's in the Word of God, but it's not. They always need other things to explain it. You can't just read it and understand it. And I'm not going to go into a great deal of things, but uh, there's some simple examples. Like if you say, uh, well, baptism isn't always mentioned, so uh, baptism isn't necessary. Well, the need to be baptized is mentioned as much or more than it is not. So there are verses in scriptures that do not mention baptism and they talk about belief. But that doesn't mean that belief alone will save you. Remember that faith without works is dead. And while baptism is not truly a work, it is an act of faith. 
and God responds with that act of faith, and that cleanses you from your sins, all of this is all wrapped up and tied up together. Acts of faith, you know, we have to have acts of faith. You know, if we don't, if we don't have works, acts of faith to support our belief, then what do we have? Do you really believe anything? If you, if you say you believe and you do nothing, then how, how do we know? How does anyone know? How does God know? How do you know you really believe? These things we do are acts of faith. They are important. And I apply that to all our good works. And I think it applies to baptism, which isn't truly a work anyway, because you're not doing something for someone else. You're being baptized asking the Lord to cleanse you. And you do that as a sign to the world and to the Lord that you are His and you're willing to follow Him and submit to what He says to do. So we need to realize that that's an important thing. And it's all throughout the scripture. And if someone is telling you just because one or two scriptures don't specifically say it, when it is understood, I mean, Jesus himself was baptized. If anyone did not need to be baptized, it was Jesus. But he did that to set the example for us. So if someone's teaching you, like I say, something contrary, and they're pulling out just some scriptures and saying, well, it doesn't say it here or whatever, well... Okay, it doesn't say it there, but it says it in all these other places, and the Lord himself, our example, did it. Now, there's other things we could talk about, but I think that's one that everybody knows and easily understands and is easily expressed, whereas other things I could get off into tangents, and I don't want to do that. So that's an example. You know, men's thinking, our way of thinking, will not do it. We have to follow God's word. We, have, we need God's word to change our hearts and to make us responsive. You know, it reminds us and tells us how we should care for others and love others and watch out for others. And 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, this is something very familiar. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Notice all scripture. Not all scripture with other men's thoughts and comments and thinkings. If you take away other men's thoughts and comments and, and sayings and speculations, then what does the scripture really say to you? And that's how you have to look at it. When someone's telling you what the scripture means and they're, they're giving you a lesson, if you're reading that scripture and it does not agree with what they're saying, then they are wrong. Most likely they are wrong. They have something incorrect going on. But because they're, what they're saying when they're teaching should go along with that scripture. It should not be incompatible. It should not be conflicting. So... So all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching. Not all of men's sayings, not all of everything we think, but all scripture. Proverbs 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And unfortunately, we have some of that in the world where people despise wisdom and instruction. And we have to be careful that we're not 
pushing away the only way to believe some of the things like for instance I'm gonna go right back to our example if you believe that you don't need to be baptized the only way you can believe that is if you take all the scriptures that say you do need to be baptized and throw them away. And that is being, I'm just going to say it, that's being foolish. That's despising God's wisdom and instruction. We can't do that. We can't pick and choose. Well, I'm going to follow this scripture because it doesn't say that. Even though we have all these scriptures that do say that, I'm going to follow these few scriptures here that don't say that because I don't want to follow that. And I know that's how we are. That's how we are as people. That's I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody. I'm not saying anything to the contrary. So I know how we are. We're people and we make these mistakes. But I'm just saying we need to follow the scriptures. We need to follow the whole word. And we need to follow only the word. Not be adding other men's thoughts and ideas to it and saying, well, but they've said this means this. Well, but does it read that? If you go back and look at an interlinear Bible and look at the Greek and the Hebrew and look at that, does it really say what they're saying it does? Or, I think most times you're going to find that the translation you're reading says it perfectly well and that it is correct. There could be rare examples. I'm not a know-it-all. But, I think rarely are you going to find times where your Bible is incorrect. I don't think you I, I really don't think you'll ever find it, but I will allow for the possibility. But if you go back to an interlinear Bible and look at the Greek and the Hebrew and compare that to what you're being told and what you're reading for yourself, you can confirm that what you're reading in your Bible is correct, which so far, I have never found anything that was incorrect. You know, sometimes there's different ways to state the same things. Sometimes um, one way may stress this a little more than that. But usually it's, it's the same meaning. It's the same intent. You know, some things are a little more literal than others. Sometimes the more literal translation is not the best. Um, I have found at least a couple of verses where the literal translation doesn't mean as much to us because we don't speak that way, whereas a more figurative translation actually gives us the meaning better because we don't speak that way and we don't use those words that they used hundreds of years ago. Anyway, so sometimes things seem right to us. You know, and, and people teach us things, and, and we've all had it happen where we've been taught things that are wrong. I certainly was taught some things that were definitely wrong. Um, and we find that, oh my goodness, we're not following the Word of God, we're following men. Well, when we find that out, we've got to change. You know, we can't allow ourselves to continue to be deceived when we know the truth. You know, Knowing the truth sets you free, so you want to make sure that you're following the truth, and the truth is in God's Word. We need to make sure everything we follow is from God. If you can't read it and understand it from the Bible, then it most likely is not from God. I just, you know, more than likely it's not from God, okay? Now we're talking about spiritual and moral things, okay? We're not, we're not talking about um, other things but we're talking about spiritual and moral things. And these things should be easily 
read and understood right out of the Bible. They're not difficult. God did not give us an instruction manual, a book, to make it hard on us. He gave us a book to make it easy. So just remember that. Remember that and make sure that you're following the Word of God in everything and we're not following prey to, you know, accidental incorrect teaching. We don't want to fall prey to wrong teaching even when it's accidental. Okay? I, I don't think most people intentionally teach incorrectly. I think it's an accident. I think either they were taught incorrectly or something along those lines. So, anyway, just something to think about. And remember, we want to make sure that we're following God's Word and not men's ideas or, or our own ideas and our own thinking. Okay? Alright. <clears throat> well, thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.